Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Island Shuffle, the show about watching the fun show that's good and fun to watch, and it's called Lost. <laughs> I love the show, and I'm so glad to be back here talking about the show Lost, and it's a very special episode today. It's a special show because today we have myself, Bean. And myself, James. But listen up, it's not just us here today. we got a special, special guest, and uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? My name is Jack. What? That's, no way. Uh, I'm not lying. Okay. <laughs> go on. Uh, Bielli, mm-hmm. the final name. How did um, you come to be here today? Yeah. This fine episode, really special episode of the Island Shuffle, mm-hmm. the show where we talk about the show Lost, but we watch it out of order. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a hyper-qualified uh, analyst for television and um, <laughs> uh, surroundings. Hypers. Of course. And, uh, and uh, you guys call me in for the big... Uh, Big bucks and the big uh, looks and the and the and the mind. You guys, well, I, you were saying something about being s- just so bored of each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really Darn. needed someone to come in and spice things up in our relationship. Yes. Look, look, looking for a third. <laughs> <laughs> just literal. <laughs> just yeah. literal. But I mean, in reality, it's because we're doing a cool. We're doing a crossover week. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if you guys have heard of this little podcast called. Lovable favorites. Yeah. Lovable favorites. Bean and I share James as a co-host, mm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and we figured why not uh, co co-host swap uh, twice. And so you heard it on Monday. Bean was on Lovable Favorites. I sure was. And, and I and I hope I told a, a a rather good story because we definitely recorded that one three months ago. <laughs> true, true. No teasers, but I laughed. It was legendary. No <laughs> teasers for the thing that already came out. <laughs> it was legendary. Uh, the best <laughs> song about Kate Austin that has ever been written. Oh, true. man. And true. I YouTubed it. So if you want to hear that, please go listen to Lovable Favorites uh, this week. And if you want to hear us, well, keep right Here on listening. You are. Keep Here it is. Don't, don't touch that dial. Don't what touch are you that doing, podcast Johnny dial. Johnny Salami? Get your little meat fingers off of there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, what did we watch this week? Well, listen, this <laughs> week we watched season five, episode 14, called The Variable, and it's all about a man named Daniel Faraday. But before we dive in, I just want to ask Jack one critical question. Yeah, what's up? What's your experience in history with the television show that we know and love that's called Lost? Well, I'll try to keep it brief, uh, but it's a bit of a tale. So I hopped into the show Lost during the infamous season three and uh and i watched every single episode from season three on wow. live on tv um but i never looked back i've never seen <laughs> season one or two so i was kind of really? yeah i was kind of hoping we, we got nuts. one of those but uh no. we, we so surely you know didn't. this episode you saw i it. i saw this you one watched in the f- them all on tv i watched this episode live on television oh my god Hell how yeah, can baby. you care that much about a show but also not care enough about the show to it, uh, go back in time <laughs> i wish i could answer that question <laughs> i wish we could all go back in time well listen I've got great news for you because we are deep in the throes of the back in time season. <laughs> yeah, that's it's 1976, <laughs> and oh baby, uh, welcome out. to America. It's America, and w- it's the island America, <laughs> and we've arrived. Uh, this is an episode all about Daniel Faraday. Uh huh. And I don't even know where to start. I guess we should just start hop right into the uh, the island shenanigans, huh? Oh, I think so. As a as like a sort of a, s- a start to it. Um, 
like I said, I watched this episode uh, live and I while I was following the show mm-hmm. uh, and watching it today literally remembered actually zero percent of it wow to to a degree where i didn't know was happening (laughs) it's almost like even if you knew what was happening (laughs) it's so needlessly complex (laughs) that you wouldn't know what is happening i have one note here that just says um show jumps around a lot (laughs) (laughs) that is accurate (laughs) the show does do that uh the show does jump around quite a bit especially when they're back in time where okay, so so <laughs> listen up. We time travel is a complicated, messy business. And listen, this scraggly man named Daniel Faraday has just come in on a submarine to the Dharma Initiative to say hello. And I've got my notes here, and they're gonna tell me what exactly he says. Uh, he says he shows up to Jack's house in the middle of the night. Jack's fully nude. <laughs> oh yeah, Jack is. <laughs> He's fully nude, and we see him put his clothes on. And boy, uh, D- Daniel comes in and is like, hello, Jack, nice to see you. How did you get here? How did you get here to the past in 1977? How could this be? Was it my mother? Was it my mother who told you? <laughs> what did he tell you? She was their destiny to come back to the <laughs> island? Well, guess what, Paco? She's full of shit. <laughs> so <laughs> Daniel's mom is telling people to go to the island. I, we had never met Daniel's mom yes, before. Yes, this is our first time meeting Daniel's mom, and she plays a prominent role in the flashbacks uh-huh. and the island stuff. So we now have watched over half of Lost. And we're just now meeting Dan's mom. We're finally meeting Dan's mm-hmm. mom, who apparently is the reason that people are going to the <laughs> island in the first place. It's and, true. And Dan's, and Dan's mom, as a visual, um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know y- you at home you maybe know and you 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 too you surely know uh but for me it she she looks very um proper mm-hmm. and uh-huh. and and but she doesn't and she looks elderly but not kind mm-hmm. um and she looked the whole time I was waiting for her to shed her skin and a snake to appear <laughs> <laughs> That she, she had a real evilness to her. She yeah. she was pure evil. She's an yeah. evil old lady, yeah. and I'm here for it. Yeah, honestly, a <laughs> lot of a lot of evil, a lot of evil boys on the show. Let's get some evil ladies. Yeah, that's what that's what Daniel's mom is here for. I I don't want to spoil anything too yeah. quick before we really dive into it. Yeah. But Daniel's mom, she's mean to her son. She's real she's mean. She's almost <laughs> she, objectively bad mom. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> skip to the end, but she maybe does the meanest thing you can do to your son. <laughs> 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 very end. She sure does. Oh my uh, god, it doesn't get meaner. <laughs> oh, boy. And it starts with her. The one thing that was was an interesting like character development for her in particular, I thought, and and this is at the sort of the start of the episode. Yeah. Her uh, little Daniel playing piano. Yes. Asks, "Do you like it, Ma?" Yeah. And she says, "You know, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain's for science." <laughs> That's the first Daniel flashback we get. Is just <laughs> mom immediately crushing dreams. Yeah. She yeah. She says, "There's no more time for it." Well, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's good. There's a really great quote from that that I wrote down. And oh my god. Oh mom my god. Is quotable. Mom's she's, quotable. She's got the she, quotes. You know what? She may be evil, but she's a highly quotable mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you'd look for in a mom. Is just quality quotes. So what is Daniel says? I gotta see my mother. I gotta. What the plan is? 
Well, first off, first off, he says, Miles, take me to the Orchid Station right now. There's no time. Oh, we got to yeah. go. I don't have time to explain anything. We got to go right now. I got to see my mom. And also, Miles, I got to see your dad. <laughs> I got to see your dad. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to see uh, Miles' dad, Pierre, uh, who's hanging out in the Orchid Station and shows up and is like, Hey, remember me from three years ago? I came in with Lafleur. Anyways, you need to evacuate the island right now because something catastrophic is going to happen at the Swan site. Pierre is obviously like, that's ridiculous. What could possibly qualify you to make such a prediction? And Daniel just fucking guns out blazing, yep. says, I'm from the future. I'm from the future. Yeah, lays a truth, just a truth bomb. <laughs> is what you would call it, I think. <laughs> a truth bomb that we weren't ready to hear. No. I think that might be the next great thing that we're looking from the next great rapper in the next great song. Mm -hmm. The next great verse, even. Yeah. Just whenever they, like, lay down in the midst of all these tremendous rhymes and disses, they say, I'm from the future. Oh. And then they spit off things that only someone from the future <laughs> would know. That's actually so good. That's good, and it's also... <laughs> scary yeah <laughs> i think we got i think we're on to something here so That's keep cool. your eyes out i will yeah. keep I'll your eyes peeled i'm gonna i'm gonna be listening with great intent to the next jay-z verses that drop <laughs> sasquatch godzilla king kong loch ness zombies ghouls <laughs> <laughs> evacuate the eastern seaboard <laughs> 2018 Flying cars. <laughs> <laughs> I love the thought that you you think someone coming from the future would say, well, there's two months left in this. Uh, December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's two months left in this year, but uh, flying cars this year, I'm calling it. I'm calling Sounds it? Sounds like that person is not from the future. <laughs> That guy's just ambitious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he's ambitious, just like Daniel is ambitious. Oh. Uh, so Pierre doesn't believe him. Pierre thinks he's just getting pranked. And Miles sees, catches wind of this and is like, all right, Dan, we got to go. You're being wacky again. And Dan says, hey, guess what? Miles is your son. And <laughs> Pierre is just like, no, he isn't. Bye. Yeah. He so, goes, well, he actually, he asked Miles. He yeah. goes, is this true? <laughs> and Miles is just like, absolutely no. not. Yeah. No. Uh, what I like about this whole sequence of events is how this entire season, or at least this entire like past like I don't know, ten episodes or so, has been built around like, oh no, the gang has to like, you know, keep it under wraps that they're from the future, and they yeah. have to kind of build this new life, and they have to protect this life that they've built uh, among the Dharma Initiative. And Dan just comes in and immediately is like, "What's up? I'm from the future. Miles is your son." Fuck it. Yeah. Throw it all away, baby. <laughs> also, yeah. I I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, mm -hmm. but it's almost tough with this episode because yeah, Dan comes in and he's so just upfront about the fact that he's from the future. Mm -hmm. And it sort of seems like he has it all figured out. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. he does not. He sure no. doesn't. He does not do a very good job of whatever the hell he is trying to do. He he mm -hmm. didn't for one second convince me no. that he had a, an actual real plan. <laughs> no, <laughs> no <I laughs> not know. at all. Exactly. <laughs> all he does is he goes, he says, I'm from the future. You need to do this thing. <laughs> and people are like, no. And people <laughs> are like, why? And he just says, there's no time. Yeah, You'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> that's his number one character trait is there's no time <laughs> right down to he's playing piano as an eight-year-old and yeah. his mom's like daniel there's no time <laughs> when i 
when I found out this was the episode, I was really excited because I I remember loving Daniel Ferry. I remember thinking he was like my favorite character. And upon a rewatch, an odd, I don't mm. know, maybe eight years later, does that make sense? Is mm-hmm. that a time? Yeah. Um, I was like, this guy's annoying as hell. He sucks, <laughs> yeah. He's no good. I, there are like, I find his, I find he's way more charming when he's not in charge, when he's not yeah. like taking control, when he's just like, yeah. but I don't know, ugh, like I find that whole bit can be good, but you get a whole mm. lot of it throughout this episode. Yeah. Sawyer, Sawyer's a driver. Sawyer's a driver. And speaking of driving, uh, Sawyer's driving a big town meeting with all of our friends. <laughs> oh, and, and it and is it all of our friends. They're in Sawyer and mm-hmm. Juliet's house where mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. live together and because they are in love. They're in love and gonna get married. Uh-huh. And Hurley and Jack and Kate and Jin are there too. Everybody's deciding, all right, the jig is up. We've been busted. Sawyer has Phil locked in a closet. Yep. And they're just like, well, we're done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we're, we're pretty much. We're going. Yeah. Which And so, like, to Faraday's credit, they were already, the, the jig was already up, I uh-huh. guess. But Faraday, so basically they're like, what are we going to do? We can go to the beach or we can try to, like, hijack a sub and get off the island and live that way. And they're all kind of going back and forth. And then Faraday shows up and is just like, hi, guys. Uh, first of all, still from the future. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, you need to take me to the others because my mom is another. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And take me there right now. Yeah. And they're like, but wait, Faraday, can we talk about this? And <laughs> Faraday's like, in five hours, something bad will happen. There's no time. There's no time. <laughs> There's no, no time. time. The common thread. <laughs> yeah. If he, Daniel Faraday was cooking one time. And he's so many spices, so many herbs in his <laughs> stew that he's making. And then he went, oh, there's no time. <laughs> Throw it all out. Flush it down the toilet. <laughs> flush it down the toilet. People would say, Daniel, what were you trying to make? And Daniel would say, take me to the store. I can't <laughs> tell you anything. <laughs> drive me somewhere. <laughs> uh, uh, just drive me anywhere. Anywhere. There's no time. It's not about where you drive me. It's about when you drive me. <laughs> 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 that uh, is literally yeah. in a previous... Yeah, whenever they go, mm. whenever they first travel back in time, mm-hmm. people are like, where are we? And he's like, it's not about where we are. It's about when we are. And it's like, Daniel, stop speaking in riddles. <laughs> Just yeah. say we're traveling through time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's about when we are. Now get me to my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Honestly, Daniel just wants his mommy. <laughs> what's, oh the, what, what's, his, what's his crime? I, I do think they did a good job of making that relationship throughout like the the arc of this episode, mm-hmm. ma- like making it make sense. Like mm-hmm. he does want to impress her mm-hmm. and he does want to like make her proud, even though he also hates the pressure that she puts on. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And it was ca- that was kind of interesting. It's kind of it kind of explained a bit of his uh his behavior, I feel like. For sure, for sure. I think that's a like as much as it is uh we'll get into just how bonkers their relationship is, mm-hmm. but in general it's still like pretty like okay. Yeah. This this adds up to Daniel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um oh, he's cute. So, there's a there's a rift. Uh Sawyer and Juliet and I think Jin and Hurley want to stay behind uh-huh. and they're like we're, we're gonna stay behind and just pack our shit up but jack kate and daniel are like we're gonna help daniel find his mom mm-hmm. so on their way to go get some guns dan runs into a young charlotte and is a big creep to her oh. the worst scene of the episode, worst scene of the episode. 
He it's a it's a small girl on a swing set, and he walks up smiling, um, very Smi- smiling on the verge of tears, on the verge of tears, and goes, "I'm new here," <laughs> just like, just like that. And then he's like, "When they get you to go on the big boat, tell your mom don't go." <laughs> it's like crazy. And it's like I was like, I understand where he's coming from. He's trying to protect her, right? Is the is yeah. the whole idea is exactly. In the future, this is going to happen. I can protect you. Yeah. But a kid is not going to, is told not to listen to someone like uh-huh. you. Yeah. <laughs> the kid is made visibly uncomfortable yeah. by this crying, bearded man <laughs> who's Daniel talking about Paredes. catastrophes. Yeah. He's so unhinged in this episode, and I sort of love that. Speaking yeah. He, he, we have maybe his most unhinged moment of the episode coming up, which is they go to the gun rack to, to get some guns. Mm-hmm. And who rolls up but uh, that Rudzinski fella? Rudzinski. He comes he up. He is a bit of a loose cannon. He's a bit of a loose cannon. Oh wait, is so he has a name? Yes. Yeah. That's oh, Rudzinski. I put good performance by loose cannon extra. No joke. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, a right. bit of a loose cannon. He is a real loose cannon, baby. Uh, oh my gosh. So he shows up and is immediately like, "Hey, you're one of the new scientists. You're supposed to be at the Swan Station. What's going on?" Dan puts on the worst lie on earth and he just like stammers and goes, but I would, there was, I can explain. Uh, and then immediately they realize, Oh, he has a gun and aim their guns at him. Yeah. And I forget who takes the first shot. Does Dan take the first shot? No, no. they shoot Daniel first. Yeah. Which is, I was surprised by that. Did I was he... surprised that they're so willing to just kill this guy. Well, yeah. they, and they were like, they were like, don't move. I'll, I'll kill, I'll, I'll kill you. I'll shoot you. And yeah. Daniel was like, Listen, I'm going to move and no one's going to oh, shoot me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and fair. Then, and then they shot. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. He was trying to play tough guy, yeah. Daniel, which I which comes up a few times in the episode, and I, I liked it. Yep. It's pretty funny to see. Anytime he's like... he. That's the thing is in season four, he just spends the whole season just being like, I don't know. And then whenever he's called to action in season five, which doesn't happen often. No. But when it does happen, he is the most competent man on earth. Yeah. Suddenly. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. He has a complete shift in personality. Exactly. Ah, uh, it's so, the island healed him, if you ask me. Exactly. So, so a gunfight ensues. <laughs> a huge gunfight ensues. Uh-huh. And a giant gunfight in the middle of the day, and yep. only the people who are involved in it notice it going <laughs> on. Truly. But they're in the middle of this like tiny town. Yeah, it's like a ten building sized town. Yeah. And an enormous six person gunfight is happening. Jack pulls the video game move of shooting the explosive barrel yeah. to to blow up all the all the other men. Mm-hmm. To blow them up but not kill them. To anyone. blow them up but not kill them. Yeah. They're fine. Uh Dan gets grazed by a bullet and the gang manages to get away. Yeah. Yep. They drive a Jeep out. They drive a Jeep which out. Which is noteworthy because otherwise people just drive hippie vans. Yep, it's either that yeah. it's either Jeeps or hippie vans uh, out here in the Dharma Initiative. Uh, so they end up making it to the like sonar fence that keeps all the Dharma people in. Uh-huh. They deactivate it. While they deactivate it, Jack kind of looks at the wound and is like, oh, it's fine. And Dan kind of says, like, well, I uh, guess I got lucky. The thing you got to remember is... This is uh this is our present and we're not safe. Anybody of any one of us can die, and and the audience goes ooh whoa what? baby. Anyone Are you can... explaining that to Jack or to the audience? Ooh right now? baby mm-hmm. baby. So they continue on their journey. Uh, actually, before they continue on their journey, we get a very funny scene of the Radzinski and his extras strolling into Sawyer's house. Oh yeah. And Sawyer's like, well, what the heck? What's going on? You've been shot and. Uh, He's like, sound the alarm. What's going on? And then they hear a knocking 
from inside the closet, and Sawyer tries to tries to sneak this one away. It, oh, he, he says, says it's coming from outside. I think it's, and then he starts looking around inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Smooth move, buddy. <laughs> Didn't work. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as they realize Phil's in the closet, the jig is up. Lafleur and Juliet are held at gunpoint, and it's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a cliffhanger, right? That's, that's the last we're going to see of them. For the episode, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're hanging off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the next scene we see is the gang walking by a river. Uh, by the gang, I mean Dan, Jack, and Kate. Uh-huh. And they're strolling. The new gang. The new gang. Uh, and they're strolling, and Dan and Jack is like, all right, listen up. We're taking you to your mom. We just got in a big gunfight. You got to actually explain what the deal is. What's your plan? What's happening here? And Dan cracks open a big cup of... Uh, exposition coffee for all of us viewers. Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> Metaphor? That's, yeah, evocative, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just like what he does. Reminds me of every morning mm-hmm. I crack open a cup of coffee <laughs> from the egg that it's trapped inside <laughs> of. <laughs> then I pour it out and the day's news comes falling out of the cup. Mm-hmm. All, all I gotta say is leave it to Bean. To put oh, a coffee analogy in there, coffee right? bean. That's me. That's me. I ah. love the stuff. Give me that juice. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the news juice <laughs> from the egg. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have a coffee straight from the egg, please, Drip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah crack straight from the egg. Actually, just give me the egg. I'll crack it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I never. Exposition egg. I never trust a barista to crack my coffee egg. No, you think <laughs> no these, matter how experienced. You think these Timmy's workers are gonna? <laughs> Give a heck how your eggs cracked. <laughs> Give me, I like how the it's sort of come full circle now, where it's like the workers at Timmy's are actually like cracking eggs mm. in their egg sandwiches. Yeah, true. Well, I guess fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they can crack an egg. So the exhibition expedition coffee gets <laughs> cracked open. And Daniel hatches a heck of a plan. <laughs> Daniel s- comes through and says, all right, listen up. My whole life has been dedicated to time travel, I guess. And I and uh, always it always comes down to this. Whatever happened, happened. You can't change the past no matter what. And then I had a breakthrough. Guess what? I never considered... The variables, dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. And the variables are people. We have yep. free will, baby. We and can that do just what we doesn't want. make sense. No. <laughs> what he's saying, he's like, you can't change the past. Whatever happened, happened. But then I forgot, you can change <laughs> the <Yeah>. past. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you do something, it will change the past. Yeah. I thought before people, you just couldn't <laughs> change the past because you stood and watched. <laughs> you go back in time, you just stand still perfectly. Yeah, you just <laughs> make sure things happen differently and things will happen differently. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's uh it's a real it's a real humdinger. <laughs> but it's true, I guess. I guess it's true. Cuz yeah. Lost is science fiction now. Lost is science fiction now and l- basically he hatches the plan that ends up being the finale of the episode, which we've seen partially. Uh-huh. He says uh in, you know, the catastrophic event I've been talking about is they're going to drill at the swan site, and it's going to release so much electromagnetic energy that it's going to fuck everything up. Then they're going to build the hatch over it, mm-hmm. the hatch where a button is going to be pushed every day for 20 years or so until that Desmond Bozo is going to fail to push it. And when he fails to push it, guess what that causes? A little little plane that we all know and love comes crashing down on the island, and then... Oceanic Flight 816. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the one. That's the one. Is this the first time in the show that they explain why the the crash happened? No, no they explained that already. Around and is that the reason? Yes. Yeah. I thought it, I thought the whole. That's funny. I, well, they explain it a couple times in yeah. a couple different ways. Yeah. Essentially, there's that the way. The first explanation is that. Yeah. The first explanation is that, and then the other explanation is Jacob wanted <laughs> Jacob it to happen. Willed right. it. Jacob willed the plane down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He looked at the plane and said. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Take it to me, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't mind that on my island. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got trains, we got automobiles. Let's round it out with some planes. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever this plane comes down, then people will fly more planes to my island. <laughs> and I will have a plane island. Um. It'll be so sick. <laughs> so he's he's going through his checklist. He's like, All right, polar bear check. <laughs> Plane check. <laughs> I got, I got it all. <laughs> Jacob just wants the ultimate party house. I'll never get over the polar bear. I think that's my favorite part of that show. <laughs> it's really it's funny. And I didn't dumb. even. Did I even experience the polar bear? No, the polar bear is like season one almost yeah. exclusively, and then they just allude to it for the rest of the for the rest of the show, more or less. Thank you. They allude to it for the whole show, though. Mm. They're always like, "Oh, that yep. freaking polar bear!" Hey, yep. uh, <laughs> remember that guy? Yeah. What kind of experiments were they doing yeah. with the polar bears over there? It's like Sawyer. I got shot, and he's like. Could have been worse. Could have saw the polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Sawyer. <laughs> Sawyer is so he sounds southern. just like that. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love my wife, Juliet. Juliet. Or I love Freckles. Whoever's available at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate those bears of polar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sawyer. You bad little man. Yeah. Oh, you're a nasty little guy. We're going to shut you out. Hey, We're going to lock you up in that closet uh, like uh, Phil. Hey, no. you, you guys ever heard of Kid Rock? <laughs> <laughs> I watched a video of Kid Rock like a week ago. Kid Rock at Woodstock 99. Oh, it was cool. Yeah. It was awesome, actually. My name is Kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was awesome. Have you ever seen that? I've heard of. I've heard tales told of this performance. It was great. I love his that outfit. Re- is really good too. We'll, and we'll get back to Lost. I'm so sorry. I feel like um, I I'm jumping out of the line. But he, when he jumps over the fireworks in that song, he says, "My name is Kid," and he holds it for a long time, <laughs> and then he goes. My name is Kid, and he jumps, and fireworks go off under him, and he looks scared. You look. I think he was too close to the fireworks. Uh, I want to watch. Yeah. I mean, he's a performer. He is. He's, he's good. And he's a man of the people. Woodstock 99, baby. If mm. I could have a time machine, I'd go back <laughs> and change that. Yeah, make sure that did not happen. The I'd most make sure they broke more <laughs> stuff. I'd bring a hydrogen bomb to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. To negate all the powerful energy that Kid Rock emits. Was, okay, does that make... Do you guys know if that makes sense that a hydrogen blowing up a hydrogen bomb would su- suppress this energy that mm. Daniel wanted to do? No. no. Okay. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Because I was thinking, like... Yeah, <laughs> Faraday's no. gone crazy. Faraday's on one. Like I think, I think the intent of we can stop your crash is there, but I think a nuclear bomb is not the way. Maybe just mm. like keep them from drilling into it. Right. Totally. Maybe just like sta- sabotage the operation that way. Faraday is on one, and the only thing that will stop him is if he sees his mother. Which, mm-hmm. they, which is exactly what happens next. They stroll up into. The hostels, the others uh, camp, and uh, Faraday walks in solo with a gun drawn, 
and says, show me Eloise right shoots now. Shoots several times. <laughs> shoots many times. Yeah, he shoots at the ground. Shoots at the ground. Not at anyone in particular. Mm, just warning shots. Uh, but says, take me to Eloise right now. Out comes Ricky. Oh, my God. Ricky We love boy. him. Ricky is the best to see always. I, I will say Ricky... That he looks the exact same, mm. and that's like a kind of a subplot thing everywhere. He's he's ageless or whatever. Yeah. It's so funny to me. It's and yeah. so, really and, funny. And I think they picked the perfect actor. I'm yeah. not sure his name. I feel bad. I should have looked it up. But Nestor he, Carbonell. Nest- Nestor really? Carbonell, yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. And he is so good at yeah. being like, it's like I could see in his eyes he was smug about being timeless. Yeah. And, invincible i he, like nestor carbonell he's really good uh he's good i wish that he i wish that the season six revolved around how he was running things instead of jacob mm-hmm. yeah. i think that would have been much sicker because jacob is not, not really real <laughs> no yeah jacob is also not interesting jacob is the go- is like the god figure right yeah, yeah. sort exactly. of the in that whole the religious and then yeah. he dies and then he dies who cares wait who who kills him ben Oh yeah! Oh ben my Linus god! Kills Jacob, that's that's yeah. one thing I wanted to bring up. Also, no, no, like character in any show has ever made me as angry as Ben. I think in Lost, and I don't know why. Th- he's another perfect character choice. He's he's a, a big yeah. jerk. He yeah. showed up on screen, and I went, oh. Yep. <laughs> this is this is a well cast show in general. Oh yeah. totally, totally. Uh, Except for Daniel Faraday. Except for Daniel Faraday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will also want to say that on the previously on, we see the only thing we see is Desmond is like put taking groceries out of a car, sees <laughs> Ben, and says, "What are you doing here?" And Ben just shoots him point blank. Yeah, right through the groceries. Right through the groceries. Yeah, uh, it's good. Garbage day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a little homage to the uh, JJ's favorite film. Yeah, <laughs> Garbage Day. He loves Garbage Day. Um, so, he, uh, Ricky says, you know, calm down. Eloise isn't here. Dan says, I'm going to give you the count of three. One, two, ba-blam. <laughs> and my friend Daniel Faraday has been shot in the oh. chest. And guess what? Who did it? It's Eloise. His Twas mom. His, his mother. His own mom. And while he's dying... He looks up at his mom, Eloise, and says, you knew. You sent me to the island, and you knew that this would happen. And Eloise is just like, I don't know who you are. Who are you? I'm your son. And he dies, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, and she looks... Very weird. She does look upset. Mm -hmm. She's she's troubled by this news. I was expecting her to, to, like, wink. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, be like, be like... Like I know, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> bye bye, <laughs> gotcha. But but she was sad, which I mean makes makes sense. It's upsetting. It's the one first thing I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, is why isn't Daniel Faraday in this in the past? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> why isn't is he born yet? He may not be born yet. No, because mm. I feel like like Charlotte was born already. Charlotte was born already, but I think Daniel is, like... I think they allude to it later that, like, she is pregnant, like, now-ish. Okay. Eloise is pregnant now-ish. Okay. I think we get, we get another Oh, she's that. pregnant with him. Yeah, exactly. Does she lose her pregnancy after she kills her future... <laughs> now, that would be crazy. That would Son? be cool. That would be really cool, but uh, I don't think that happens. Daniel gets born. Again. Comes, <laughs> Daniel keeps getting born. It'll and keeps be getting like, sent back to the past, dude. Yeah. Nice. 
to die. That would be Planned Parenthood going too far. Honestly, that <laughs> one, I would get it. <laughs> if they start, like, sending adults back in time so the mother <laughs> can shoot them in cold blood <laughs> in order to end the pregnancy, <laughs> that <laughs> would be a little much. I think that's a little much, yeah. yeah. I don't... Uh, I don't believe <laughs> i didn't i couldn't i couldn't believe that's who shot him i was expecting it to be like a new character oh well, uh, so they actually caught me off guard wow i'm glad they had that it got me off guard too at the time yeah uh it's a it's a it's the most like just buck wild time travel shit you could possibly uh, do yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah. especially because the whole episode in, in its backstory has been exploring daniel's relationship with his mom exactly and so that's the kind of a wild way to end it it's definitely oh. the worst way to end that relationship <laughs> for sure for him mm-hmm. well on that note what mm-hmm. do you say we explore their relationship a little bit yes please i would get in that to that <laughs> okay all right you would crack open that cup of knowledge uh yeah Crack my cup and fuck me up. All right, Daniel <laughs> All right. and his mom. Daniel's Take mom. one. Take one. So there's that first scene where Dan's playing piano. That we already kind of talked about. Dan's playing but piano. Yeah. And um, mom says, piano time is over. Time for science. Your mom pre- says, Daniel, do you know what destiny means? And De- Daniel says, no. <laughs> Which, one, he's like an eight-year-old piano virtuoso who apparently is the smartest kid in the world, and he doesn't, he's never heard the fucking word destiny before. That is a pretty basic word. So <laughs> right from then, that's when, I think that's when she decided she was going to shoot him, honestly. <laughs> um, but she says, and I quote, destiny means that if one has a special gift, then it must be nurtured. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wrong. Not right. That is not what destiny is. Oh, I, I don't even know. How. Listen. It, it broke me, that line. It's a hell of a line. Destiny means that if one has a special gift, then it must be nurtured. Mm-hmm. That's what destiny means. That's the definite. That's the textbook definition of destiny. So not only did he not know, he now learned the wrong definition as well. <laughs> totally, yeah. his mom is fucking him up. Truly, that's oh my god. Uh, not to mention that he could have been the next, I don't know, Chris Martin of Coldplay. Have you totally, he plays the yeah. piano, and I think he, he, he had a pretty good destiny. Charlie of Drive Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> He could have been the next Alton's John. Oh, uh, Alton true. Brown? Yeah. He could have been the next Aldo. <laughs> <laughs> he could like have. the store. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but, and she says, it's, Daniel. No, there's no time to be Aldo. There's Daniel, no time. how many times has that metronome clicked since you turned it on? Mm. And he says, like, 584. Yeah. And <laughs> she is like, wow, you did it. But... How does she know that's true? <laughs> true. He could have said any number. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah, it's 420, Mom. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> and she'd be like, whoa. <laughs> no because way. she doesn't even know what destiny means. <laughs> She's so dumb. He could say anything and trick his mom. But instead, he obeys. Instead, she says. He obeys. She says, no more time for piano. You need to devote your life to science. So then, the next scene we get, he's... Um, graduating from Cambridge. Yep. And he's sporting the grandest head of hair you've ever seen. Oh, it's th- so 
big it's and so, so bad. It's so big and greasy. It, oh my god! It, it looks goes strong down to his shoulders. It's powerful and it sends me to heaven. Get him oh a yeah. haircut. You could get you could get lost in that that mop. Oh lost. Yeah. You could get lost in that sauce. <sighs> Just take a moment to, to to dream big about Daniel's hair and what could have been. Uh, I've created a home in here. I've I've ne- I've nestled into Daniel's hair, and uh, I've got. I'm gonna redecorate. <laughs> I'm gonna p- put up my favorite wallpapers. Put up a painting or two. Find an antique and uh, make a real cozy home. Oh. That's a good spot. That's a good spot. That's where I live now. Come visit. Daniel is with his girlfriend. Yes. Slash research assistant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he just graduated or something. Yep. And they're walking out all happy. Yep. And Mama is there. And Mama's looking as old as she's ever been. The hills. Mm-hmm. Old as, old as the hills are wide. And they are old. Mm-hmm. And she says, Daniel, let's go for lunch. And your girlfriend's not invited. <laughs> no. And, and Daniel's like, but mom. And the girlfriend is like, oh, that's okay. We'll catch up later. It's your mom. When just you, you guys go ahead. And so they go to an Indian restaurant and they start chatting it up. And Daniel's <laughs> like, why were you so mean to me? <laughs> all my life I've devoted to, to science. And it was all to please you. I've got a big research grant from this Widmore guy, and I was the youngest graduate ever in the history of school. Did you say Widmore? Yeah, I said Widmore. What of it, Mom? Let's not mention this anymore for the rest of the conversation. Great, because I want to talk about why you. When will it? When will it ever be enough? I want to give you a gift. Congratulations, (laughs) Daniel. (laughs) Wait. Okay. Goodbye. Well, wait, hold on. I, well, <laughs> and uh, scene. And scene. That's what the scene was. That's what the scene was. That was and well done. And he opens up this box, yeah. and there's a journal in it yeah. that says, no matter what, I will always love you, comma, mother. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was some other mother wrote that yeah. part of the kid they actually loved. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely this not. did not write those words. It was definitely not. A no matter what, I'll love you. Situation. No. It was. It was very early on established. If you are a s- professional scientist, <laughs> yeah, you're a successful I scientist, will I will love you. you. Yeah. This is far from unconditional love. Th- is it? In fact, has explicit conditions. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, and I don't remember if I don't remember how like mean mom is being in that scene, but like I remember not liking her. <laughs> yeah, she mean. She mean. She's mean. Uh, next scene we see, smash cut to a very different Daniel. Oh. So Daniel ha- is just l- sitting in a chair, uh, being taken care of by some by someone, mm-hmm. and watching footage uh, announcing the discovery of the wreckage of Oceanic 815. Mm-hmm. And he's just sobbing about <laughs> he it. He's really sad. He's he incredibly is. sad about it. And then oh. his caretaker, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, comes in and says, why are you so upset? Mm-hmm. And he says, through tears, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. These are the kind of things, okay, I do genuinely like the show Lost, and I think it's really funny, and they did a lot of things that are crazy and sort of bad. Yeah. But this is the kind of thing I hated in Lost. (laughs) These, like, open-ended, like, like that line, just like, 
Why? I don't know. Why? He's like, I don't He's know. He's upset because of the plane. He's upset because of all the dead bodies, <laughs> yeah. probably. Exactly. Because right. of all the high-definition footage of rotting yeah. corpses, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good reason to cry. Yeah. 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 I guess they're upsetting. trying to... Are they trying to, like, show that he... Because he's because he has like this memory issue yeah. is what they're trying he to get. Can't at. remember anything anymore yeah, because yeah. of it, the incident that yeah. took place. It gets yeah. that we will never we hear will, about. We will never hear about this incident, and we will only get illusions that his research uh, put his girlfriend in a coma and ended up rendering him uh, in this state where his memory is bad and he is constantly on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. And and now he has to talk really quiet. Now he has to talk really quiet and soft spoken. So like normally, like Daniel Faraday is always in a default state of like kind of twitchy and kind of nervous, mm-hmm. and so that kind of comes with a like a bit of soft spokenness. In this scene, it is cranked up all the way to eleven. I couldn't believe the way he was speaking. The way he was speaking was hard to understand sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's always talking in like broken sentence fragments, mm-hmm. and it's it's just like. Why is I don't. I'm just. I, I just. I wanted to. I think I wanted a donut. But. <laughs> Why is a donut? It has. A donut has sprinkles. <laughs> and I, and that is direct dialogue, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what he says. That's like why he explains why he's sad. <laughs> uh, uh. So, suddenly Daniel has a visitor. Mm-hmm. And the visitor says, hello, it's me, Charles Widmore. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Mr. Widmore, from my research grant. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, my memory is just, oh, I don't, I don't remember anything except for your name on the <laughs> research grant. <laughs> the research that ruined my life and gave me this condition. Oh, man. <laughs> So, like, yeah, that's another thing is that we're meant to believe that, like, oh, no, he has this debilitating condition, except we never see that ever. <laughs> we never yeah. see how his memory is bad. It's ca- true. He he remembers everything. Yeah. And then is just sad. Yeah. He <laughs> says that his memory's bad, mm-hmm. but, like, and he's sad about how bad his memory is, but... Mm. We, we never see we never see that happen. He says that his memory's bad and yeah. he's sad about how bad his memory is, but then he whenever he's watching TV, he doesn't remember why he's sad. <laughs> so it's just this full circle of yeah. remembering and sadness and not remembering and but just the memory of sadness and what sadness, you know, causes you to remember and how your mind sort of uh, conceptualizes memory and sadness together. And like that could be heartbreaking Research. that could like really cut to the cut to the bone of like some real shit uh i don't think we get that out of this performance <laughs> and writing no. No. i just <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> and then anything and, <laughs> <laughs> and then whitmore mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong yeah. is sort of like well don't worry because i'm gonna send you to the island where it'll fix your brain <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. Well, oh what well what happens God. is he's like he <laughs> Winmore does a real power move here mm-hmm. where he says like, "Oh, you're sad because of this plane crash, right? Well, what if I told you that plane was an elaborate hoax and that the real people are on a magical island that can cure your brain problems and right. and everything." And Win- and Daniel's obviously like, "Well, how how could, how would you know that?" How could you possibly know that this is a, 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 a fake? And 
<laughs> and <laughs> and Daniel, sorry, Widmore goes because I did it. I exhumed many corpses and I constructed a fake plane and planted it in a Mariana's trench because I don't want anybody finding that island because it's really special to me. But I want you to go there, uh, and I want you to be a part of an important team that goes there. And you're and and also this island has magical time properties, and you'll be able to conduct all kinds of wacky research there. Oh my goodness, Daniel, you're gonna love it. Trust me, this you're gonna is the just least love it. Trustworthy man in the entire world. Absolutely. Funded, funded his life ruining research, and then says, "Get on a plane with a bunch of unstable military guys and go to a mystical island where the real plane is." Mm-hmm. Also, and, also and admitting to like <laughs> a heinous crime. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, don't worry about the crash. I faked it. Now they're now they're trapped. That and was you get me. to go join them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I put them on an island. Yeah. Though so so the the thing is, I think he knows that Dan is just a huge fan of Drive Shaft uh-huh. and won't wa- won't want to pass up. Is really sad that Charlie's gone. Dan and the fan. Th- yeah, he just loves him. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's gonna get to meet Charlie. Unfortunately, Charlie's already dead by the time he shows up, but <laughs> true. You are everybody. Yeah. You are everybody. You are Acting everybody. like those stupid people wearing expensive clothes. Uh, I'll say I cried when Charlie died. It was a hot... Really? Th- yeah, I did. I cheered. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. Charlie I don't think is so annoying. I don't he think keeps we've stealing a baby. <laughs> he does steal a baby many times, more but, than once. But whatever. Charlie is just <laughs> like on. he does a lot of heroin, steals a baby, yeah. and calls Hurley fat one too many times. But he also rocks so hard. He rocks so hard. No, he. He plays an ovation and yeah, sings Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> he True. doesn't rock hard at all. I do remember when he when he pulled out an ovation guitar and you like and I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie is uncool. But luckily Charlie is nowhere in this episode. Uh let's do this last scene. Actually there's a couple scenes left. Yeah, sure. Uh the first scene is Dan is playing at the piano. Hasn't forgotten how to play the piano. Can mm-hmm. still do it just fine. Mm-hmm. Totally. He's still great at it. He's still great he at it. He can probably still fucking count the metronome too. Yeah. No doubt. Uh and mom comes in and is like, Hey, this Widmore guy, you should go on the expedition with him. I think it'll be really good for you, and it'll fix your brain. And Dan's like, uh, Dan's first thing is like, I can't calculate space-time bearings anymore, or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Can't, uh, Mom, I've ruined my brain. Can't I play the piano now? <laughs> Please, just let me play the piano. This is my like, <laughs> no, I want you to go back in time so I can shoot you. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally, yes. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, that's and the the real the real dagger is uh Dan says, Well, will this make you proud of me, Mama? Mama, will this make you proud of mama. me? And Dan and and he's like, Yes, it will this this will is the final thing that will actually make me proud of you and Dan says, Alright, I'll do it for you. Uh we get a final scene, mm-hmm. uh which is unrelated to pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Uh but we have uh the scene opens with Desmond getting rushed to the hospital. And Penny's in the emergency room with their kid. And along comes Daniel's mom. And he says, and she says, I'm Daniel's mom. Hi. Mm-hmm. And Penny's like, I don't know what to do with this information. Yeah. And Eloise is just like, well, a lot of shit's going on. I don't know what's going to happen next. It's going to be wacky for a while. Sorry. Bye. Later. Yeah. Later. 
has he like very generic just like we've embroiled you in a conflict that's bigger than any of us so no <laughs> see you later penny <laughs> anyways and then goes to the parking lot and meets who's who's sulking oh, in the parking Whitmore. lot but mr widmore himself mm-hmm. and Whitmore. and their conversation is of little consequence their conversation is basically like like he's like hey your daughter penny's in there why don't you go say hi and charles is like had to sacrifice her relationship in the name of the island just like i sacrificed everything else and Eloise is like, don't talk to me about sacrifice. I sent my son back in time so I could shoot him. Mm-hmm. And Charles is like, he's my son too. Bum, bum, bum. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing I like about that is, A, who cares it's of no consequence? What are you talking about? Uh-huh. Why Why does this matter? Secondly, Dan and Penny are brothers. They, they, wanted, um, they wanted us to picture the family Whitmore. Family fo- fo- photos, Whitmore and Eloise. And Dan. And Dan. And Dan and Penny. And Penny. Yeah. And I did. I did, and I like to see it. Me too. I like to think about it. Dan and Eloise and Whitmore and Penny. Mm-hmm. And they're all together, and Desmond is there because she's married to Whitmore. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte can be there, too. Yeah. Yep. And it's just this cute, big family, and the kid is there. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. a big tree. It's a family tree. Does the, and then, does the but kid Dan. Uh, Charlie. Charlie in canon after Charlie after Charlie. Wow, suck. everyone and the <laughs> the photographers <laughs> is like um, say cheese and everyone goes cheese, but Dan goes, I don't remember <laughs> what that is. What's that? <laughs> Why am I? Crying, <laughs> I lost my memory. <laughs> I don't remember how to. I don't remember how to do complex bearings of, ca- <laughs> of camera calculations. Daniel, what part of Magical Island that fixes your brain and there's no real timeline? Do you not understand? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mom. Okay, mom and dad, you got it. <laughs> What'd you yeah. think of the episode? Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the episode. That's that, it. That's that the, that's the, the whole damn episode. It, if you're asking me, I'm asking you. Uh. Incomprehensibly hard to follow, in my opinion. I was constantly asking you mm-hmm. what the timeline was. Yeah. I was constantly asking you why people were doing the things they were doing, yes. or like, you know. I, now, had I watched, had I just freshly watched the thirteen episodes of or twelve course. episodes prior to this, maybe it sinks in a little bit more. But I, like, I knew Lost was a was a is a difficult show yeah. to get into. Uh-huh. It's c- coming in on uh, yeah. you know season three. Yeah. Uh, but like, y- I would have never believed it was this impossible to follow an episode <laughs> in my entire life. This is maybe one of the most convoluted episodes we've ever done, yeah, and it, that's saying something. Oh yeah. It's it's even for the time travel season, it is dense with things happening yeah and like it's a lot of even though most of it is just daniel going around and screaming at everybody Mm -hmm. it still is like there's so much to unpack with how much it is going on it's like one of the most consequential episodes of the season because daniel comes through and is like here's the deal change of the past actually Mm -hmm. uh it's a lot and on top of that daniel's whole backstory is since it's the only Daniel episode, they have to cram so much into it. True. And so those flashbacks, like, uh, I don't want to say they don't work because some, there's something to them. But, like, there's also, like, 
a density to them. Like, Widmore shows up and is just, like, admits to everything mm-hmm. for, like, no real reason. <laughs> I, I think you absolutely nailed it with, like, the cram. It felt mm-hmm. so crammed. It, it was, like, like, I was taking notes, and and then when I was reviewing my notes, I was like, I forgot that happened already. Mm-hmm. I forgot this happened. Like, mm-hmm. wild. It's a wild ride. It's a heck of a ride. And one thing I'll say, definitely <laughs> top to bottom pretty interesting like i like yeah. i was never like i was never bored by this episode which is hooked. certainly something i, I was, was hooked yeah but i didn't know why yeah or, or how to get out or what was happening <laughs> that's that's the lost effect it just grips you can, uh, I, grips uh, and rips you. can I ask you guys some questions about the episode please please do because i'm here on lostpedia and there's some great questions mm. and i want to hear what you think these are the questions okay. that were posed by this episode, and, okay. and we're going to see if we can piece together what the answers might possibly be. I All have right. heard you do this before. Yes. Number one, what is it that Dr. Chang is supposed to do in the incident? That's a great question. Whoa. Drill? Evacuate everybody? He is supposed to evacuate the island of all non-essential personnel. I love that they say non-essential personnel. <laughs> no, you gotta keep you gotta keep Pierre on. Yeah, exactly. You gotta keep Radzinski. You know oh Ricky's there. But you gotta keep Ricky. Don't don't let Ricky get off this island. I like this one too. How did Eloise come to leave the island? Uh, uh submarine? Unanswered. <laughs> Followed by just speculation. Hell yeah. Can I hear some speculation, please? It seems that she likely left within the year in order to protect her pregnancy from the effects of the incident. She likely used whatever transportation Richard and Whitmore used to leave the island. Mm -hmm. She also seemed to have accepted her job to push Daniel's destiny, which is likely another reason she moved off island. Likely. Yeah. Yeah, So someone just wrote some bullshit. Is what's going on, actually. Well, I I think that she swam. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think she took a, took a big dip. <laughs> and I th- she I likely think, swam. I, I yeah. think that's likely. <laughs> I, I, mean, exactly. I mean, it's more likely than anything else. Yeah. Well, this one is at least a little more grounded in fact. Uh, why did Eloise push Faraday to go to the island if it would doom him? Because uh, uh, she's a meanie. Because <laughs> she hates her son. Ambiguous. <laughs> 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 She may have accepted that there was no other choice, <laughs> having learned about his future and the laws of time through his journal. Well, they, so, they She s- may have done so on Jacob's orders, <laughs> knowing that Daniel would be important in producing the incident, <laughs> which would bring about the oceanic passengers to the island. They already came to the island. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> she... Is mean. She's I mean. think is what it boils down to. The to me, mean. she's yeah. Occam's razor. She's just a meanie. Yeah. Why is Daniel's last name Faraday? Great the, question. Uh, I was saying earlier, but uh, he, it's um, that he was named after a famous uh, golf um, personality, golf announcer. Uh, but that's his name's actually David Faraday. So I was wrong. Well, uh, you want to know what they're saying? I think it's. I like your idea. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning on even Jack. though it's wrong. Okay. Well, golf is. Th- just picture this: golf, a game of physics. That's true. Uh, a man of physics uh-huh. could make sense. It yeah. could, it's, oh, in fact, it's like it's like. Honestly, <laughs> put it on here. Put it on here. What they say is, according to disputed canon, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was to hide him from being discovered by Whitmore. Uh. So none of these answers are true. No, it's all just it's all just speculation. Why does Daniel have an American accent? 
<laughs> Great question. Raised Eloise seems to have raised him in the United States as she had quickly taken over the lamppost station. B- uh, what? Mm-hmm. That's nonsense to me. I don't remember anything about a lamppost station. <laughs> huh. Is uh, there's two more. Okay. And these are great. Oh no! And then there's a whole other section, but this is fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> is Faraday's new variable theory correct, or is his old whatever happened theory? Uh, I gotta say, no. Yeah, it's. I think it's whatever happened. His old theory is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- I feel like yeah, like we're the variables. Well, yeah. we um. I never. It never occurred to me that a person could do a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. buddy. <sighs> numbers are people to Daniel. <laughs> to Daniel, numbers are like people. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll do one more. This one's in the self-implied section Hell because yeah. this one seems crazy. Okay. Why doesn't Miss Hawking know what will happen next? Wow, Miss Hawking, for the record, is uh, Eloise, Daniel's okay. mom. I don't think we ever esta- we I don't think we ever hear her her maiden name right. throughout uh-huh. this episode. Wait, so Charles Whitmore mm-hmm. and Eloise Hawking had Daniel Faraday. Yeah, <laughs> sure did. Okay, cool. you just, know. just catching that. Just up. Just a regular family. <laughs> just catching that up. Uh, so the gosh, I think that the like it has something to do with like. It's just some bullshit. They want to allude that maybe there's maybe Daniel's being in the past is fucking everything up. Whoa, maybe the variable theory is right. They say, um, it seems that her knowledge of the past has reached its limit, <laughs> culminating in what she knew of her past encounters with the time travelers uh, in 1977. Additionally, if she receives some of her knowledge from Jacob then this may also be the limit to what he informed her of. I have no idea what so, that means. So they're Great. saying that either 77 the cutoff of her knowledge <laughs> or Jacob fed her everything she knows up or back until 77? So in other words, why doesn't she know? Because she doesn't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. In other words, why doesn't she know? Because forgetting... <laughs> Runs in my family. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. And you know what? Memory loss is a scary thought. Mm-hmm. The portrayal of that memory loss <laughs> was not <laughs> was funny. It I'm was sorry. really <laughs> funny. I love it. Uh, what an episode. What it a heck of an episode. I'm glad that you came in to watch maybe the wackiest episode oh, yet. I love it. I had a great time. It was great to see the gang. Just, you know, Sawyer classic. Cool as AC. Yeah. In a heated situation. Hugo busting jokes hurley yeah uh and the landscapes i that's one thing i've yeah. al- always really loved about lost is i always thought it looked really beautiful and i think yeah yep it brought me back it brings me back yeah you see those green rolling hills and you're like oh mama where did they shoot that in new zealand uh hawaii, hawaii. oh that's so cool mm-hmm. yeah the island <gasps> the many islands oh one specific island i think mm-hmm uh yeah, it's a beautiful looking show, and even this episode with all its wackiness, uh, looked good. Uh, Big so time. so that's the show. What do you say? We figure out what we're gonna watch next week. I went cool. on random.org already. Yeah. I put in one to sixty already. Mm-hmm. I pressed generate already. Oh baby. And I got thirty three. I'll tell you that much. Thirty three. For free. Thirty three for free. Guess what? Season four, episode two, titled Confirmed Dead. 
not focused on anyone. <laughs> oh, I want a person. Oh, well. Confirmed dead. Confirmed right. dead. Uh, well, that's been the show. Uh, thank you for sticking with us through this uh, big, special, big, big episode. Thank you, Jack, for coming along. Thank you, Jack, thank you guys a lot. I had a great time, and I hope to one day return. <laughs> Absolutely. Someday we will have you back. Uh, speaking of returning, uh, as we mentioned at the start, this is a big-time crossover event. Yes. Uh, because Jack and James have their own podcast called Lovable Favorites. Lovable Favorites. So and why don't you guys talk about that sweet little show for a hot minute? We do fan fiction drawn from a hat, and oh boy. We've, we, re- we write the stories, we read them to each other. It's good to listen to, and I was on this week's episode, and uh, we listened to that and li- listened to the we rest of the episodes. We did Kate from Lost mm-hmm. from this show. Yes, mm-hmm. very sure. Um, meets the Beatles. Yeah. So we all wrote different stories about how Kate from Lost meets the Beatles, yeah. and different things happen in every single one, and yeah. oh my God, let me tell you, it's oh good. Boy. Oh, it's boy. It's a big, colossal, super episode, and I like it. Uh, so that's the whole dang show. So I'm going to do the... Uh, rest of the tidy up cleanup housekeeping bits uh you can follow me on twitter.com at barrier trio and you can follow james his his uh, get-ups are at jamesbrown.space is that correct yeah jamesbrown.space is there anywhere online that people can find you mr vielli i don't think you're active on twitter anymore you can check on the instagram on instagram it's lovable favorites yes 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 uh in my we're at 69 followers right now we're, oh that's uh, perfect so don't follow anybody nobody no. follow no. well unless if um if let me do some quick math <laughs> if what 351 i mm. think that's right people yeah. wanted to follow all at once yeah. then that would be acceptable that would be acceptable i'd allow that so you and 349 of your closest friends uh-huh. mm-hmm. um plus one more person yeah plus one more <laughs> you make that happen and uh then we'll be at 420 oh and then no more <laughs> follows until we're getting to 666 okay we're all about funny numbers here. We, we just want funny numbers I, I bought toilet paper today and it um ca- it, the price came to 666 and i went oh i'm gonna buy something else too because i got scared <laughs> really yeah, I don't did know. you buy something else yeah, what'd I you buy uh, arnold palmer arizona oh, oh my yeah, god dude. that's the devil's beverage that is the devil's oh, beverage sure. that's how they got you you th- you're it's too late baby you see that number and it's gone you were never supposed to mix iced tea and lemonade together <laughs> we're playing god you're playing just like the god, devil wanted yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you can follow the, this, I almost called it a TV show. That's not what it is. It's a podcast. You can follow our, us on social media, twitter.com at Island Shuffle or facebook.com slash the Island Shuffle. You can also feel free to rate us and review us on iTunes because mm. I'm told that's a hot way to get out there. Finally, I want to sh- say a thank you to noiseface.xyz for providing hosting for us and also hosting for a m- bunch of other podcasts. Uh, we're running long, so I'm not going to rattle them all off. I've rattled them off before. Just go to noisepace.xyz. It's a good place for podcasts, and they're all good, and I like to hear them. Big time. And that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again to Jack for being here. Thanks, and, Jack. And, Thanks, guys. and listen, Jack, at the end of every episode, there's yeah. something we like to say in unison. Oh, I know what it is. You know what it is? Okay, that's great. So we're going to you say- help us out? Could you yeah. just give us a hand? Yeah. And say, uh, like we do at the